0: Welcome to You Do What? with Chris Ansoff. Have you ever wondered what kind of jobs or careers are out there? Or have you met individuals that have like really interesting jobs and you wonder how they ended up with that job or that career? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to interview folks and find out what their current career or job is and then find out how they got there. So let's meet Kai. What do you do now?
1: Uh, I am currently a case manager at a nonprofit that works with homeless veterans.
0: Wow. And is um, what was your path to ending up with this position?
1: Um, Say from was, high school.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I don't think it could have been any more um, windy if I tried uh, in high school. Uh, I was focused on studying physics and Russian.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh, I went to college, community college, and then I uh, left community college and went back after a bunch of different life stuff. And uh, during that time I studied art history, women's studies, uh, psychology, sociology, and I ended up landing in anthropology, which is, Nowhere near physics in Russian, but, uh, but there you are. Um, so I did my undergraduate in culture anthropology um, and then ended up uh, focusing on a master's in seminary. I went to seminary and got my master's in divinity um, and became an ordained minister. But there's not really any work in that either, uh, any more than there's work in anthropology. So uh, it just so happened. I mean, I've, I've always loved working with people. And there's a lot of people in the world who need support and help. And with my, uh, my education in seminary was around spiritual counseling. Um, and anthropologists are all about um, interview skills and the ability to hear people from where they're coming from and translate their stories. Uh, from one culture to another, and so it was when a friend of mine from Seminary who started working at this nonprofit as a chaplain contacted me to tell me they were coming to the city I was living in, and they needed help that I reached out to them and found myself uh, as a case manager and i use I use parts of everything i 've ever learned in in all these different ways. Um, so there's nothing I've really ever done. None of the jobs I've had or the education I've had that, that go to a waste. It's just not where you would necessarily think that an anthropology degree and a seminary degree would take you.
0: <laughs> so yeah. so if you look, go back to high school, obviously um, this job was not on your radar, right?
1: This no. Is- no, I mean, I've always wanted to, well, to help people. And I've always had some very strong feelings about people who were homeless and people who were hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't really know how to get into that kind of job and it just sort of uh I just kind of kept staying in school and focusing on what felt like the best expression of my skills and the kind of things that I was good at um and then kind of landed over here I never thought I'd work with veterans Mm -hmm. but that itself has been really educational I'm I wasn't raised in a military family. I'm, I was never very pro-military, and it's given me a, a very different understanding of people coming from a very different worldview and how they, how they place value on things. And some of them don't like the military, but some of them really do. Mm-hmm. And I've gained a lot of appreciation for the military and appreciation for our vets by ending up working with these folks. So, so yeah, that's been good.
0: Uh probably should have stepped back when you first mentioned it. What are your um duties in this position what what are just sort of your roughly your daily activity
1: yeah. oh well um let's say this the the point of uh our program is to help veterans uh find long term permanent housing so the whole point of this is that the Department of Veteran Affairs is getting serious about ending veteran homelessness. Mm -hmm. There's a job in my uh, company called a housing specialist, which is the job I did first. And that's the person who interacts with landlords and actually locates housing. The case manager, which is the job I have now does everything else. So when the veteran needs To increase their income because they need to apply for Social Security, that's me. When they need a bus pass, that's me. When they need to get their DD-214, which is uh, VA documents that show that they're veterans, that's me. When they need mental health services, um, food, clothing, um, it's all me. Anything they need at all is me except for talking to a landlord.
0: Interesting.
1: So there's so, not really a day there. Every day is just some right. kind of emergency that I'm some fire I'm putting out.
0: So what aspects of the job do you like and what are some you don't like? I guess start with what do you like?
1: Yeah. Um, what I like is that it challenges me. Uh, there is no mastering this job. There is only getting to the point where, you feel like by the end of the day, you got 70% of the things done that you wanted to do. Like that's really an accomplishment. So there's always more to do and I I don't get bored. That's for sure. Um, I think the, the best part of the job and the part that fits me really well is that in the midst of answering questions about how they can increase their income or how they can get access to alcohol and drug treatment or mental health treatment. Um, b- before that happens, they have to know that someone's listening to them. And for most people who are homeless, I mean, there are people who are homeless who don't talk to another human being who's not also homeless and possibly also mentally ill or having some kind of drug issue. They, they don't talk to people. People don't listen to them. They don't listen to their stories. They don't hear them or see them as people. And so, so there's something we learned about in seminary, especially in the counseling type route of seminary called the ministry of presence. And that means that so much of what you can do for people is just hold space and be there with them. And see them as human beings and treat them as human beings and just listen. And that part of my job, when I'm able to meet someone who is really healed by just having someone sit and listen to them mm. and establishing trust over time, that, that part of the job, I think, is when I know I'm in the right place. Awesome. Yeah.
0: What, what you do not, what you do not like about the job?
1: I don't like that I can't master it well. and I never get more than 70% of it done. Um, I don't like that when I signed up for helping homeless veterans, I didn't realize I was signing up for helping a lot of people who are drug addicts and a lot of people who are untreated, uh, have untreated mental health issues. Um, I don't like, I don't like how powerless I feel. Because no matter what you can offer, if they're not ready, they're not ready. Yeah. And if they if they fall off the wagon, they fall off the wagon. If they get kicked out of their housing, they're kicked out of their housing, and they just come back around, or they don't. Um, I I don't like how hard it is for me still to be able to let them own the consequences of their lives. I have. I have clients that die. I have clients that disappear. Like it's pretty regular and wow. and I, I say that I don't like it, but at the same time, it's also a huge part of what makes this job important right now because right. for me, it's, it's learning. There's this very thin line where I'm supposed to walk. And on one side is being overly supportive and bending over backwards and giving way too much of myself um, and burning out. And we don't want to do that. And on the other side is becoming very cynical and judging them before I even really meet them and not believing that they're going to be this time, they're going to make it. And I don't want that either. And learning to find this, this very delicate road in the middle um, is really challenging. And, and I know that every, every day at work, I feel myself growing into this job and becoming better at knowing how to care without expectation which is you, really hard but is is really powerful so do
0: you find with this kind of line that you're trying to walk that you're you're needing to have sort of some special time for yourself
1: oh god yes we okay. i mean we regularly co- have conversations about self-care and okay. i've worked on self-care issues for years and taught people how to do self-care and but if if you don't master some serious self-care abilities in this job, and even then, you know, it all goes to the side. As soon as you've got, as soon as you've got a female veteran who's pregnant with kids and she's, you know, been a survivor of sexual assault and you're trying desperately to get her and her children off the street, like your self-care can be great, but that day you're going to take shit home. Yeah. Like there's just yeah. no way you're not going to. So right. yeah, you gotta, you gotta carve out a lot of time and, I'm very blessed. I work with an amazing group of people and we take care of each other.
0: Okay. Oh, um,
1: okay. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have a really phenomenal group of people around me who guide me and support me and I can support them and
0: yeah. So what aspects of your, your personality do you think are pluses for this?
1: Um, well, I'm, 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 I'm deeply empathetic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I I care deeply for others, and I'm really really good at being able to see someone uh, in pain and and understand what that pain might feel like for me. Right. Right. Um, and that's I mean it's a pro and a con, but I think it's an essential part of this job. You you have to have some of that. Um, I. At my core, I believe that all people are doing the very best they can with the skills and the tools that they have, um, which I think is another really important part of this job because otherwise I think you would spend all your time judging people. Um, I really like efficiency and lists and organization, which uh, any day now I'm hoping will show itself up in my ability to time manage my (laughs) skill sets, but I've been in this part of the job now for six months and I'm still creating new bullet lists and Excel documents to help me track all of their certifications and things that have to happen every 30 days and 60 days and 90 days. But I I do love a good Excel spreadsheet. And without (laughs) those skills, I think that I would really be lost. Um, And I'm a writer, so uh, my documentation is on point. Like it has everything that happened, everything that was said, everything that was done, which is good because my memory is not great. So I put it all down there and then I don't have to remember what we talked about. So yeah, um, those are, I think those are really helpful pieces.
0: Cool. All right. One final question. You, through all the different things you've been through, what are some of the things you feel like you've learned along the way that you would pass on to your high school self?
1: Hmm. Well, uh, let's see. And in, in the big scope of things, um, you, if, if I was talking to high school me, I would say that number one, um, you don't have to know what you're going to be. Uh, most people don't know what you're, they're going to be. Um, you don't really even have to know what you're going to be this, this decade. Um, right now in this job, I know that I'm going to kick it for at least another year because I know that that's going to feel like a good amount of time to get this under my belt. I've had a lot of different jobs and I'm amazed at how often these little jobs, even, even the four months I spent as a temp at a, a a place doing taxes, helping and basically pretending to be an accountant. It was really fun. Um, Like all these little pieces come together in ways where they're incredibly useful down the line. I did web design for a while and I use that at this job to develop different pieces to help us organize uh, the information we have on clients and resources. Um, I've I've done so many things and they, they're not a waste. They're not a waste at all. Mm. They, they all come together to make me this kind of jack of all trades. That's really useful in different places. Um, And then from, from a place of, any kind of social service, any kind of caregiving job in the world. I think the number one thing I've learned is this job, which has been really, really helpful. And I, it's become almost my mantra. I had a very wonderful coworker who told me that he said, you know, Kai, we're coming into these people's lives long after the story started, long after these things were put into place. And we can't be expected to step in and have all the answers to help things get better. We can just come in, offer what we have to offer, and do the best we can to make the situation better. And I think about that not just at work, but in my life, that, that whether I'm looking at my own life or the people around me, remembering that I'm coming into whatever situation I'm coming into, I'm coming into it after it started and probably leaving long before it ends. And all I can really do is be myself and be as present as I possibly can be to offer what I have to offer in the moment. And that's all one person can really be expected to do. And I think that that's very powerful and very freeing and also very empowering. And so I think that is awesome. Right. I think little me could have really used to hear that like really, (laughs) really well. So yeah. I don't always remember, but it's, it's written up on my board. It's written at home. It's a good one. So.
0: That is awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really my appreciate pleasure. it.
1: Thanks for asking me.
0: Thank you for listening to you do what? And as Mark Twain said, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why, if you enjoyed this podcast, let your friends know about it and Drop us a line if you know someone you think would be really good to have interviewed for this podcast, and keep figuring out the why.